Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Dork Report episode. 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 It sounded like I was from Minnesota there for a second. Episode number two. My name is Super Shark Johnson. I'm with my brother Creamy Johns. Creamy Johns, how are you this evening? I'm doing well. How are you today? I'm great. Guys, we have a great episode for you. We're going to talk about some video games. We're going to talk about some movies. We're going to talk about some VR. <laughs> and we're going to talk about some witchcraft and demonology. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Dork Report. Dork Report, episode number two. Welcome, listeners. We are uh, streaming live right now on Twitch and Facebook Live. If you want to find us, just search Dork Report, um, and we uh, appreciate your interaction with the show, so feel free to chat, throw some sparks and stars and all those other fun little things, and if you ever want to reach out to us, you ever want to send us an email, you can email us at dorkdorkdork at, oh, well, it's a dorkdorkdorkreport at gmail.com. <laughs> kind of new for me. Dork, you got it. Dork, dork at gmail.com um, if you ever want to reach out. And um, yeah, we have a, this is our second episode. This is uh, Shark Johnson. And I'm with Cream of Egbert. Creamy, my friend. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get dorky. Let's talk about all the things that make the ladies cringe. Right? Hello? Hello? Yes? Uh, Lucia? <laughs> <laughs> you did. I bumped my mic like a dum-dum. <laughs> it's a strong start. I know. It's just We're just hitting it, hitting it on all cylinders. So what's going on, man? What's your day? What's your day like? What'd you well, eat for breakfast? You know, this is a, this is, uh, the, these are strange times. We all know that. We've all heard that from various areas. Um, I don't eat breakfast. I'm a, I'm a intermittent faster. So I usually go on a big walk and then I eat lunch and I had turkey sandwiches <laughs> for lunch today. I love it. I love a turkey sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you're I'm with hungry. you on the breakfast. Also. Yeah. I just do the coffee in the morning. Yeah. It's the way to go. I'm a big fan of it. Um, yeah. How's your life, man? How's uh, quarantine in Columbus? Rainy. Yeah. Rainy over here in uh, Columbus. A couple puddles in the basement. Nothing to lose any sleep over. Um, I don't know. I've been I've been sort of expanding my uh, my social distancing to include uh, the occasional yard hang with uh, friends and family. So trying to be safe about it, but at the same time, um, pretty much over this and 
ready to uh, get back with you know friends and family, I guess, be able to visit with people. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same way. I've been trying to strategize ways to get some social time because. I feel like I'm starving for it, to be perfectly honest. And uh, I get, there's some mixed reactions. I get it. Some people are still wanting to keep it locked up tight. And some people are ready to throw caution to the wind. So it's a difficult kind of place to be to decide how and when and, you know. Well, I think you can get together with buds and still be um, practicing, you know, uh, do it. You can do it in a safe way. Like, um, we'll, we'll all stay outside and, you, you know no high fives and you know just distant from from each other 10 feet something like that and that's good so you're doing kind of like uh you're getting together with people but you're still keeping your distance i mean yeah i haven't done it but like once in the last two weeks so i don't even know what i'm talking about but i was able to go over to uh ventrula farts house and i brought him uh he didn't have a grill he he blew up his community grill apparently um, and I brought him a, uh, a nice Wait a Weber second. charcoal grill that was, oh <laughs> he, yeah. <laughs> he blew up his community grill. Yeah. So, yeah. The way he tells it is, um, he, you know, he gassed it up and turned it on. It's over by like his community pool and he was on the phone or something and he turned around, uh, and it was just fully on fire. <laughs> oh my God. I guess there was a grease trap in it that had never been cleaned. And okay. so the grease in there went up and he had to get a fire extinguisher and put it out. And then he called his, you know, leasing agent or whatever. And they were like, they were like, oh yeah, no big deal. We'll take care of it. Oh my God. But, That's hilarious. Um, so, uh, so I brought him my, my Weber, the, the charcoal grill that, uh, I think you helped me put together so many years ago. Mm-hmm. And, um, so now he's got a grill you and we cooked, uh, we cooked up some grill. sausage can't go wrong with it yeah you know it was kind of well it was kind of fun to use it after being used to my gas grill uh for so long and uh so yeah it was kind of fun going through the process uh playing with lighter fluid is always a good time so yeah so you don't use the charcoal grill starters that like metal ring that just heats up to like volcanic temperatures and you place in the grill have you seen those the 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 flu you mean no 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 this is like something that you plug into the wall and it turns Oh no! Red hot, and you put it in the base of your charcoal. Oh, cool! Yeah. So it, just the heat ignites yeah. it all. Yeah, it gets it going faster <clears throat> and more consistently. But it's the most dangerous thing you could ever possibly imagine having in your home. It's just like this. Yeah, don't plug this in, guys. Metal ring. Fire it's basically starter. a brand. You could brand yeah. people with it. Yeah, it's sure. definitely barbecue season, dorks. And uh, I, I've, I've had some, I've had some steak. I've had some chicken. Uh, we've cooked some sausages. One of our favorite meals to do is we uh, cook up some various sausages and and uh, chop them up and eat outside with some cheeses. And, Love it. Yeah, it's great. It's it's wonderful. And you uh, you have a garden that's producing now. We do. We uh, that's that was our. So that's exciting. One of our quarantine projects is we made a, I think a four foot by twenty foot garden, and we went and got all the right soil for Decent. it, and irrigation, and so. Yeah, hopefully we'll start. We got lettuce. We actually ate our first salad the other night, so the lettuce is popping. So we're hoping we get some peppers and jalapenos and tomatoes and all that other stuff here soon. That's awesome, man. 
gardening in the quarantine. Projects are good. I think if anyone, and if you are working on a project, let us know in the chat or send us an email at dorkdorkdorkreport at gmail.com. But I think it's really cool to see people checking off stuff that they haven't done in a really long time. Yeah, for sure. I've been getting some, you know, just, I guess, spring cleaning and stuff like that kind of done. Um, so, yeah, it's been nice to have, I don't know, the time. I've been doing the online trivia thing uh, versus going out to bars and venues and hosting trivia. And that means basically I'm not responsible for much outside of, you know, dad duties um, until Thursday and then and then I do another one on Saturday and then it's like, all right, from Sunday to Wednesday, what do you, what do you want to get done? And, um, I've been finding that making a list and checking stuff off the list is like really, um, a good way to go. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. so yeah. That's great, man. All good things. Awesome. Well, um, for new listeners out there, Dork Report is a podcast that celebrates what it what it means to be a nerd, what it means to be a geek, what it means to be a dork, and uh, especially during these times, it's good to have some creature comforts, some video games, and some movies, and some books that make you feel like the world may not be ending, and it looks like it's not. It looks like we're going to come out of this uh, A-OK, but... Yeah, that's what we're here for. We're both brothers, um, and we uh, we are, are super nerds, man. We always have been. So thank you for joining us. And, of course, if you ever want to interact with us, just follow us on Facebook and Twitch. And we also put some stuff up on Instagram, and uh, I've mentioned that at Gmail before. So reach out to that. John, are you ready for today's Nerd Alert? Let's do it. It's Nerd Alert. Nerd Alert is a section where we share the news that we really liked this week. Nerd Alert! Nerd Alert! Nerd Alert! Nerd Alert! Now it's time for a Nerd Alert. Now it is time for a Nerd Alert, John. Um, where, where do you want to start, man? You want to start with some games, some, some movies, some books? What, where's your heart at right now? You know me, man. I want to talk about the video games, baby. Let's talk about those video games, man. What have you been playing in this um, in this time where video games are the only way to interact with the real world? Oh, shucks. Well, we've been having a lot of fun playing together on um, Xbox Live there. We've been getting some Halo 5 accomplished. Uh, we got back into our Prison Escape um, co-op game, A Way Out. Uh, that's been a lot of fun. We've actually been streaming that over on my mixer channel um i'm sure you can find that info somewhere in the comments uh, or the or the deets it's uh, cream of egbert with underscores on mixer and we're gonna plan on uh continuing our story our adventure uh and we'll we'll broadcast um again so right on man yeah those uh, are some of my pancake games you told me not to talk about vr until i was allowed well, we have a so. new vr section that we're, we're uh, rolling out this episode <laughs> um yeah, man, Halo 5, um, first off, it's got to be one of the bu- most smooth like butter gaming experiences. I've been playing a lot of Call of Duty, which is pretty herky-jerky, and you definitely get used yeah. to it, and it's definitely fun, don't get me wrong, but when you go from Call of Duty into Halo, boy, oh boy, man, it's a whole different scene. It's just smooth. You got that higher frame rate. Um, 
the clamber effect and just all the animations they they're not tedious they work the way they're they're supposed to and warzone for those yeah, it of feels you, really reactive like mm-hmm. just like what you said with like clamber and like mobility and jumping around like once you have the controls down it just feels like an extension of your mind versus going through controlling so yeah i don't know you don't think about uh the, the control scheme as much once you start getting into it yeah um and and warzone not to be confused with call of duty's battle royale warzone is man it's like firefight horde mode on steroids it's just constant waves of enemies you have these really cool things called wrecks which are cards that you earn uh doing various halo activities and then you can turn those cards in for better guns vehicles armor abilities and that really makes your strategy constantly change and then when you play with somebody co-op style like my brother here um you can get together on warthogs and tanks and and just destroy the covenant forces yeah it's fun because you know it's like uh i don't know i i love doing the whole the whole uh, warthog thing and we do that a lot i drive you shoot i think that's a pretty uh appropriate setup for our warthog strategy and um it's just like that's awesome and fun but then it's like hey let's do some ghosting let's get airborne let's get that wasp out uh and yeah. and i haven't played warzone in oh god a couple years maybe yeah maybe a year or something and um so i just have those rec cards you were talking about just stacked up forever and yeah. you know i can I can pick whatever vehicle or power weapon i want and yeah let's try this out yeah so, lots of fun. lots of fun you know yeah. i feel like the halo community i'm i follow the subreddit for just halo and i think i joined that subreddit because of all of the uh, master chief collection games uh, all the different past halo games um being released to pc uh via game pass and so i've been kind of keeping an eye on that for updates and uh glitches bugs that kind of stuff just to kind of have my my finger on the halo pulse there mm-hmm. and the community i feel like on the whole not not fond of the halo 5 i think they all kind of judge it on the campaign and yeah you're right if you i mean if you play halo it's like usually you get two awesome things you get a great campaign and then a nice, you know, 15 hour fun co-op adventure story that you get to go through. Um, great gameplay, shooting mechanics, cool characters, cool lore, the whole universe that they have is, is interesting. And then, and then, okay, cool. We beat the campaign. Now we have this entire multiplayer suite and they continue to add maps and game modes and, uh, community created maps and things like this. And, it's like just because Halo 5's campaign sucked, there's st- the multiplayer is the best, in my opinion, the best Halo multiplayer that that you can play now. You know? Yeah. No, you're right. So you're so I don't right. know what those Reddit boys are, what they got up there crawl, but they need to they need to settle down. <laughs> Halo yeah. 5 is dope. It's super dope. Um, and uh, the boss battles in there are really fun. Like you'll get these, they call them Warden Eternals. Sometimes it's tanks, sometimes it's banshees, but various My bosses. favorite is the giant, the giant grunt mech. Yes. Yes. There's a, there's a grunt that's in this giant mech that shoots needles and sticky grenades and screams at you and constant comic relief. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So check out Halo Warzone. Um, I played um, 
I played God of War. I'm not going to talk too much about it because it is a older game, uh, game of the game year. of the year. Yeah, um, but I'm catching up because I'm recent kind of new PlayStation owner, PlayStation Four owner. And man, it definitely holds up to the reputation. It is, it's gorgeous. I don't have a PS4 Pro. I have the you know your your standard 1080 PS4, and it is just real pretty to look at. It's a father father son romp through uh, the various realms of Norse mythology, and it's um um you have an axe, dude, that you can just throw like a beast all over the place. It comes right back to you, kind of Mjolnir hammer style. And then you have your kid who's like on the sides, just shooting arrows and helping you out. He's like your support unit. And uh, boy, boy, come over here, boy. That's how he sounds the whole time. It's pretty rad. Um, so yeah, God of War is really great. And um, I also have been playing Doom Eternal, the newest Doom game, which is a little more timely. Which is a video? Yeah, that's new. That's a video game ass video game, man. It's just you're running around. Yeah shooting demons you get finishing moves pulling eyeballs out and chopping off heads and it's so satisfying man you feel you feel unstoppable you feel unstoppable and like no spoilers but eventually an angel came to me and was like you're undoing what is supposed to be done and it's like well hey man ain't no demons gonna take over my planet so um, <laughs> you're just covered in blood and sweating and you're just covered. like oh yeah. angel what's wrong <laughs> and he goes don't forget you are only one man and I was like and the whole time there's like ding 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 like heavy metal Pantera oh, like metal. Rob Zombie mu- music going on in the background yeah that's great yeah I need to get it I played uh, the 2016 one. I remember when the beta came out for 2016, the multiplayer beta, and you guys were so down on it. I said, "Hey, this could be this could be like our next uh, multiplayer game. What do you guys think?" And no one was really feeling it. And so this is funny to hear all these years later that you're you're a doomman. Um. Well, I think so. Like I said, I started playing Call of Duty, which kind of got me used to twitchier shooters, which doom is very twitchy. It's very fast paced. And, um, yeah. but it's also simplified. You're not doing inventory, like a lot of inventory management. You're just weapon just mods or literally anything like run that. and gun. There are weapon mob mods. Um, but they almost instantly activate themselves as you unlock them. So right. it, the pace, they just keep well, that constant high yeah. speed pace the whole time keep you on that edge of like oh my health is low my ammo is low the only way i'm going to get more health than ammo is killing and then once you kill yes. the enemies drop those items and then you're good again it's, so it's, you got it, it. it it's it's nice to ride that edge of like ah oh, i could die dodge 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 kill kill okay i'm good i'm good again and then and then that loop happens just over and over keeping you you know aiming down sights crushing i love it <laughs> oh my god yeah i killed this one dude and i pulled his eye he had one eyeball in the center of his head and i like pulled yep. his eyeball out with my knife <laughs> and it was like nice. holy cow man blood's like everywhere i haven't played a game like that in a long time like maybe you gotta... uh, mortal Kombat 11 is like the the last super gory game that i probably have played yeah, I would recommend um, on YouTube, it's Jablinski Games. So it's Jack Black, and every once in a while, his sons will get on there. And his reaction to that is, is pretty great because his kid has like, been playing it for a while, and he's a teenager, and he's there with Jack Black. And um, Jack Black is a little more uh, 90s, early 2000s, you know, kind of more of an old-school 
mm-hmm. uh, gamer, and his reaction to the violence is, is pretty funny. Because <laughs> he's like, he's just like, you've been playing this? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm really good. Watch out. Here's what and he's like. The kids like helping him get through the game and stuff. It's wow. pretty good. That's awesome. Yeah, I um, well, didn't he? He just did like the whole playthrough of Red Dead Redemption as well, which was really. He didn't do the whole playthrough. He's like, he's like two hours into it and every episode is like one or two missions so i don't know how long he's gonna keep going but yeah and he's trying to play the game like um as like uh good as he possibly can as far as like morality choices so any any like gun encounter or combat encounter he he gets in he it he has a rule that they have to shoot first before he'll start shooting i gotcha (laughs) it's funny That's great. Um, yeah. We also played A Way Out. Yeah, this game deserves to be checked out if you're looking for a good game to go through um, with a buddy. Yeah, we're streaming it Story too. driven. So yeah. yeah, if anyone wants to watch us play this game, um, you, you, we don't have like a set time of the week, but just keep an eye and follow us on Twitch and you'll be able to see when those pop up. But it's a it's, it's well i would say i'm on mixer maybe i don't know oh yeah either or um we're on all of it but just uh yeah just find our stream and um and check it out but man it is um it's it can only be played co-op with another person the game does this really cool thing where it lets you give away one license to a friend to play it with so i gave my license give my license to my brother john and um we uh, are two guys that met in prison and have the, a shared enemy, and we break out of prison, and the goal is to get get the bad guy. Yep. The man who wronged us. We were wrongfully accused, maybe. Yeah, there's we definitely We have a mutual some... enemy, and we met in prison, and um, it is... A hun- I mean, it's absolutely linear, button-pressing sequences, things like that, Um but when the action set pieces kind of kick off, it's fun. I, I don't know. I don't know how else to describe it. You're smiling ear to ear, just trying to work out. It's a lot of collaborative um, puzzle solving. So you have to communicate with the person you're playing with. Like, hey, no, no, no. I think you're supposed to go over there while I do this. Oh, it worked. You know, and then you're, yeah. you're goofing off and having a good time. Maybe you find yourself in a hospital. Little, uh, waiting room playing playing connect four instead of going to find your wife who just had a an, a child you know <laughs> things like this <laughs> yeah no kidding yeah we went to go to the hospital my wife is like had a pretty problematic childbirth and we enough decided... so that we had to deviate from our main plan and go all yeah. the way across state to visit her <laughs> yeah we found the big bad guy and we decided you know you know what let's go see if my wife's okay and then yeah. the first thing we do in the hospitals, we sit down and play a few games of Connect Four, which yeah, I we got time. There's time. She's not going anywhere. <laughs> Pretty sure I beat you, if I remember correctly. Yeah, but do you want to talk about arm wrestling at the construction site? Uh, go ahead, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I, I, I kicked your ass, butt good. I don't think oh. you beat me once in arm wrestling. No, it's really hard. I thought I was a good tapper too, man. I got this vibrating forefinger method, and it just wasn't good enough to get your arm on the table well let me share my tap technique if a game ever requires you to tap a single button multiple times and you're on a you know an xbox or a a playstation gamepad um i recommend um take take your index finger on your dominant hand and uh aim the nail down 
nail your fingernail down on the button and just swipe left and right on that button or up and down whatever's comfortable for you and just back and forth as fast as you can because the plastic and the hardness of your your fingernail bed there it's gonna there's there's way less friction it's just chicka 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 and um and you'll win at arm wrestling games. You definitely, so. you didn't just. Well, we had a couple moments where it was like it could go either way, and then <laughs> yeah, I literally was exhausted. I was literally <laughs> I exhausted. <know. laughs> you see her heavy breathing on the headset and screaming and stuff. Ah! Uh, I think my wife was probably pissed at me that night. Like, what the? F- what is he playing out there that requires him to grunting. grunt and scream? <laughs> Um, well, uh, everyone should check this game out, if, especially if you have a good online buddy that you want to play it with. But it, it's called A Way Out. Yeah. Super fun. And we'll keep you yeah, updated. Not a, not a, yeah, not a new one or anything. Um, and then it, if you're interested, the developer and the guy who runs the, uh, the company that developed it, uh, a real interesting, um, eccentric, Very eccentric. It's sort of like – I forget, was it E3 or some, maybe PAX East or something, he popped out and they were talking about his new game and he's just like, off script, you guys are going to fucking love this game, every other game is shit to this, it's hilarious, so that's worth watching too. Yeah, so uh, you you can watch us stream that game and I love it, man. I I am uh, just craving really I have a feeling it's going to have a... Yeah, I have a feeling that one's going to go... Like I'm, I'm curious where it ends, right? Like that's gonna mm. like is one of us gonna die? I, no, you know no, what I mean. No, like no. I feel like it's gonna have Here's an epic theory. ending. I think we're gonna turn on each other at at some point. Ooh, that'd be cool. Or Screen we're watching. Have to make a decision. So the, <laughs> like, are we gonna yeah. are we gonna do a bad thing? Or are we gonna do a good thing? Or are we split? Like that kind of thing. Oh yeah. It's, oh, and so the decision and the the decision making. Um, little tool they have in the game is hilarious too because we're talking it out but then you're seeing like our our arrow kind of swing around left and right no wait no i'm over here okay hold on i'm with you no but hold on we should go in quiet you know just watch the the little arrow switch back and forth for each each player it's pretty funny it's awesome it's great um cool well let's uh while we're talking about games um let's get into some virtual reality straps oh the metaverse let's all leave this place it's john's virtual reality corner john's virtual reality corner um so the for folks that are new to door dork report john tell them what your your current vr setup is without going too far into the decimal points on your setup there yeah yeah no i got you um I'm using the Oculus Rift S, which came out around this time last year, um, and I got bit by the VR bug when I uh, got the Oculus Go. Um, so really, I know one of the big hurdles for v- people that want to get into VR is the the price tag, right? Like, oh god, I got to have a gaming PC that can run it, and then I got to get the headset. Why would I spend all this money? I said, fuck it. I was like, this, I want this, uh, and I'm going to get it, damn it. <laughs> I made my mind up, and so me and my buddy built a computer. I'm running, um, you know, it's a, it's a, it's like a mid-level um, flirting with the high-end uh, gaming PC. It cost me, I think, like a 900 to put together, um, but I had a real good deal on the graphics card. And then the Rift S I bought because of its price. Um, it was, it's $400 for the headset. So I'm definitely into it, but 
I mean, it's something I get a lot of use out of. And, um, I just think that's the future. Like, I don't know. It's the, I think it's the future of where games are going. Um, it's not mainstream, uh, yet. It's certainly in its early days, but, um, I love it. I think it's a lot of fun and it's, it's, it's experiencing gaming, um, in a way that, uh, with, with the immersion for me, it's, it's just the memories of playing certain parts of games are stored differently in my brain. I don't know. It, it does something different to your mind when you play. I love it. Yeah. Um, and so, so yeah, we wanted to just, I'll just hit you real quick. Ready? Last couple weeks, a lot going on in VR. I'll hit you with the rundown. Um, and then whatever you want to chat about, Joel, I'm into, and then I can talk about a couple games I've been playing. Um, so Right now, unfortunately, it's a real pain in the ass to get a VR headset from a lot of the big guys. Um, the Valve uh, or Index, the HTC Vive, the Oculus uh, Quest, Oculus Rift S, uh, all pretty much out of stock currently in the United States, uh, which sucks because it's le- led to a whole bunch of uh, scalpers online. So people are selling these headsets for you know almost twice as much as really? the, the the retail price yeah yeah and and then there's also a lot of people uh you know setting up fake accounts and people you know just want to you know it's it's quarantine what a yeah. what a cool thing finally like hey i have the money i'll let's buy one of these vr headsets and have some have some fun um a lot of people are getting ripped off like they'll pay and then not receive a product at all or receive like a broken old product that's not what it is so that sucks um but on on the bright side, it was just announced, I think, a couple days ago or last week or something that uh, restock is coming soon. So that's good to hear. Um, a couple milestones for some games. Uh, so the Oculus Quest, the standalone headset, just hit $100 million for their first year in software sales. Um, and then uh, soup. Yeah, yeah. And um, and that's that's a good chunk of change for a niche market. Um Super hot, um, two million copies sold. Half Life Alex, a million copies sold. Beat Saber just hit their two million copies. Um, Half Life Alex and uh, Valve just released the Half Life Alex uh, Source 2 mod workshop. So it's all of the development tools that they used to make the game. And Valve is really cool about this. They did it with the past Half-Life <laughs> games. Excuse me. They just release it to the community and then they say, all right, you guys make games with all of the assets and the engine and the tools. And so those are already starting to come out. All of that's free. And um you know it's like, you know, maybe you're not interested in making levels or making you know, game modes or something like that, but you get the best of the best as far as what the community is going to make. And there's already stuff coming out for that. So haven't messed with it yet, but excited to check it out. Um, the Oculus Quest now supports USB 2.0, uh, which is the cable that ships with the Oculus Quest for um, the purpose of hooking it up to a computer and using it like a Rift. So not just using the standalone self-contained uh, games on the quest, which Joel, you owned a quest, so you know what I'm talking about mm-hmm, here. Mm-hmm. Um, Took it back. You, yeah, you had to get a. Um, they announced uh, the release of their link cable, which is a fiber optic, um, basically USB 3.0 cable, the the newer generation of USB, and uh, you could hook that into your gaming computer, your VR capable computer, 
and play Steam games and just Half-Life Alex and you know everything else that wasn't on the uh, Oculus storefront. And so now they just, um, I guess, beat it by uh, developing software patches and stuff to where any older USB cable, non eighty dollar fiber optic cable, will will run those games too. Uh, if you hook it up to your computer. So that's cool if you own a Quest. And then finally, uh, Apple uh, just recently acquired Next VR, which Next VR is Apple sort of a did. small company. Yeah, yeah. That's literally um, one of my questions that I had for you. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. Um, so Next VR is like a um, entertainment um, VR company. So it's its own private application, and you go into it, and there's all kinds of cool um like filmed experiences that you can do slash just educational stuff. Um, you know, strippers dancing, if that's oh, the kind of thing you're okay. into. Male strippers, um, and a lot of male strippers. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yep. And, uh, and so basically, uh, it's just, you know, uh, stereo stereoscopic, um, video 180, sometimes 360 where you can look all around. I've checked it out. It's pretty cool. Um, I'm, I don't watch a lot in, in VR. I'll, I'll watch the occasional, 3D movie, but uh, the news there is that Apple is gearing up for uh, their in- entry into the market. So, um, should be cool. That's awesome. and there you go. That's sort of like a, some of the major things that have happened well um, in the last couple weeks. So yeah, and Boom. I can tell I did you that pretty quick. Um, yeah, you did a great job, John. Hey, you did a great <laughs> job. Um, Thank you. <laughs> Oculus Quest, the 64 gigabit model, is on Amazon. Um, right now it just they just put a bunch of units on amazon um i think so, that's the restock i was talking about i checked the date on that and it did say the 19th so i think that's what you're what yeah. you're seeing yeah so um that's the thing um but i mean there's rumors now that this holiday is going to be when the quest 2 or whatever the the next version of the quest and just again to reiterate the rift connects to your your pc it's powered by your pc you have to have a a pc or some a gaming computer to be able to do that do that the quest which i purchased i did the whole two-week thing at best buy and that is a standalone um it's like a nintendo switch for your face it's a standalone unit that you can interact with and do a bunch of things with and um, the reason i took mine back to be perfectly honest is it was great, but it wasn't. It didn't seem like something that I would go to on the regular. Um, but now that you have games like uh, uh, Project, is it Project Alex, Half Life Alex, Half Life Alex, yeah, Half Life Alex, like these these. It's uh, the first Half Life game to come out in ten years. It's no big deal. No big it's, deal. Uh... <laughs> no big deal at all. Um, but now that we're starting to see things go up a notch. Um, I think it's a good time to start paying attention for sure. So, John, thank you for putting together the VR corner. Let's talk about Half Life, Alex. You're playing it. What's your review? Yeah, I still like, haven't beat it. Okay, so I'm like savoring it. I'm playing it in such a dumb way. Like I should have beat it by now. I think it's if you take your time. Well, how which long most did it take you to beat because, Red Dead Redemption Two? Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it, I still am on like oh, chapter. Okay, okay, I'm okay, on the okay, final okay, chapter okay. still. I, I hate like I like beaten games, but at the same time, I'm one of these people that like I want to I'll get a good session in and then, you, like your you know, like like a two hours and then and then I take a big break and then it's exciting for me to return to it versus just chomping all the way through it. Um, and Half-Life Alex is it's I, for forever. The argument with VR was 
uh, it's too expensive. And then the, right after that is uh, there's no good games for it. You know, there's no AAA right. jaw-dropping games for it. Well, this is this is the answer to that second question. That yeah. like, hey, guess what? There's a Half-Life game for it. So right. Uh, and and when it was released, so many gamers got really pissed because they're like, I'm not buying a, a VR headset to play. I'm a huge Half-Life fan. I have no interest in VR. This is bullshit. So like a lot of people got upset. Um, well, but, vocal uh, minority. but I'm liking it a lot. man. <laughs> well, oh yeah. Yeah. I would say so. I mean, you never know. Yeah. Um, internet. It, I mean, hell, they even went as far to, um, data, data mine, the code for half-life Alex and, for development purposes, there is a 2D version of that game you can play, but it's absolute shit. Like I it bet. looks stupid. Like you're, it has two like VR hands, like just posed in front, like it's ready oh, to. I bet. Just grab something, but you they don't move, and it's real choppy. It's, can you it's so stream weird. Something like that. Like how would you? Can you stream from? Yeah, the yeah. Rift? People, people stream it. Um, yeah, people stream it, and the only thing I'll say about that is with any VR game. Um, when you're seeing a trailer or if you're watching someone stream it and you're like, oh, it's the big deal. This doesn't even look that cool. Like it's hard to, you, you can't really explain what it is until you, you put, you put it on, you know, to have it all 3d and to look like hold your gun close up to your face and rotate it around and look at it and see all the little details and the lighting. Like it's a whole nother thing just to, to put it on. So uh, kind of a caveat with like watching VR streams, but yeah, people do that. You pick an eye, basically. It's like, do I do I want my oh, stream okay. to show the left eye or the right eye? Oh, interesting. Um, but man, yeah, it's just so, so good. It, it makes so, you play games. So you would say it's the best VR game you've ever yeah. played? Just to be clear. Um, yeah, hands hands down. Yeah, there's and there's a and there's like several other really good ones right now too. It's not like the only good VR game, right? Um, and I'm not just talking about Beat Saber too. Like that's another awesome. top seller. But yeah. But in the last year, there was The Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners, uh, Zombie Game, which is awesome. Even if you're not interested in Walking What's that Dead, bow and arrow game there was everyone's talking about. It's like a full triple A um, bow and arrow. Like you're shooting, you're shooting arrows. Do you know what I'm talking about? There's a bunch of bow and arrow games. That's a pretty popular mechanic in in VR. Um, I mean, there's a real cartoony one that came out with valves the lab um which was like a couple years ago but i mean i'll still jump in that one every once in a while it's just kind of a fun arcade version of it but there are some um more polished looking like archery games out there um and then um but yeah as far as like alex goes the it's it's uh steam money put into development they developed it for three years it's um it's it's valve i mean they don't release a lot of games He's, oh, did you find it? Yeah, it, I'm sorry. It's a uh, um, Apex Construct. Have you heard of that? Yeah, one? that's an old. That's a yeah, that's an older one, but uh, well reviewed and um, just kind of early, earlier VR. I think that's an indie developer that did that one. Um, yeah, it's a full like length game, and um, so I did some research today and just looked at list of top oculus quest games and this kept showing up on those lists over and over again yeah and that one has you know like it's 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 a quest release right so sure. it's uh it's also a pc release but it's one of those that they were able to condense it and 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 make it run on a, a mobile um processor and all that stuff so i got gotcha. you i got gotcha. you yeah 
Um, but people so, are loving their quest, man. I mean, so for someone, so here's my here. This is where I'm at. Um, I'll tell my story real quick. So because you're about to get back into it, yeah, possibly. So I I had a quest. I tried it just for to keep John quiet, honestly, just to get him to. Well, not even yeah. that, just to have something more to talk about. But and, and so did our brother. And you guys bought it. We both bought it from Best Buy, which had... But uh, but knowing you were going to try it. If it, if well, I like it yes. and I want to keep it, I'll keep it. If exactly. I don't, I'm probably going to return it. Yeah. Yep. And it was actually literally a year ago when I did this because I remember yep. um, I was getting ready to start my staff training and at night <laughs> I could go into my <laughs> cabin and play Beat Saber like an idiot. Um, you look like such a dick when you play Beat Saber. It doesn't matter who you are, but you it's like, so fun. I think you look like a dick <laughs> no matter what you're doing in VR. If you're just sitting there watching a movie, you look like a douchebag. But <laughs> I don't know. Not that hard. Just a dick, not a douchebag. But um, my again, my whole thing was it that once the novelty part of it wore off, it didn't have enough for me staying power, power for me to hold on to a four hundred dollar piece of electronics. You know, so. And I'll, I'll, when the next one comes out, I'll absolutely do the same thing. But I'll tell you what, man, if, if Facebook finds out and you know, they're working on this, right, John, if they can find out a way to get Alex onto the quest, um, that they have might... it right now. No, without the cord. I don't, for, for the oh, people oh, that don't okay. have the, the fancy PC on a mobile pro on a mobile processor, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yep. That's um, a that's a tall order, and it's never going to be. Well, you probably have. You read all the Reddits, but there's this yeah. idea of a um, these third party companies making processor packs, so you can plug it into your Quest, and it can boost the processing power. It looks like a rechargeable battery kind of thing. Okay, so um, that okay, so that would be cool. Or then cloud computing would be another. Yeah. Uh, another. Avenue that I just that feel could like be realistic I just feel where like we're on the edge. You're streaming so the, it all. Yeah, the teeter totter is flat, and we're real close to tipping, at least for me, to where it's going to become a mainstay. And I have to think that the quarantine has been really, really good for VR uh, for a lot of people that are just craving Absolutely. something a little bit different and have a lot of time than themselves. And you know, well, in the in the the social apps that are available for VR are really cool too. And, you know, I don't get into that much, but mostly because I don't have friends and friends and family like you, you know, that, that have it. So like if you had, uh, you know, a proper setup or whatever, like I could run, you know, say we pick, um, end game or infinity war or something. Mm -hmm. And we want to put that on a big screen in a custom environment and me and you can sit on a couch virtually next to each other and talk while we're watching it in 3D. Like that me sounds like do that every couple weeks, you know, like a 3D <laughs> well, movie. And and watch yeah. So that's another thing, John, is just, you know, with coronavirus, I feel like I'm really I'm a I'm a I'm, I mean, I'm an extroverted guy. I'm a social person. You know, if I have a hard day, the yeah. first thing I want to do is get together with some friends um, I know some people, if they have a hard day, the first thing they want to do is just like plop down and get some alone time, but I'm the opposite. So this has been a little tough on me yeah. and things like VR seem like a really unique kind of life hack to be able to get some like fun human interaction in a very different way. So that's another yeah. reason I've been re-exploring. I was telling, yeah, I was telling uh, my buddy Zane that like having the VR headset and 
just popping into a game for you know a good like a good hour and a half two hour session whether I'm playing Alex or or a different game um, not it feeling like you're not in your house is like a weird powerful effect Ooh, it has yeah. I think on my psyche where I'm not looking at okay here's the living room here's the office here's my kids room here's the bathroom here's the kitchen you know this here's my front yard it's like it's like you get a kind of you get to kind of leave for a little while and um it, yeah that and the social aspect of it v- vr like that's the only problem is that with the supply chain being screwed up because of covid-19 and the huge burst in people wanting new technology yeah. like that um they it's just been a real pain in the ass for people to get it you know <laughs> so yeah. it's like like that that's the other thing in the in the vr community all over reddit and other websites it's just like live updates when is this available hey guys here's a picture i found there's three at a micro center in missouri right now you know like it's this really weird thing to kind of watch because you can get other headsets but affordability and bang for your buck like oculus is a good one to go with the index is good to go with if you're like hardcore and you don't care about what you're spending yeah and you want to go all the way and and if you're some rich asshole you're not used to being told oh no no you can't like you just can't have it right now. You have to either wait or pay double on eBay. <laughs> right. Oh God. Yeah. So it's weird, you know. Yeah. Um. So, I guess, just to finish up, Alex. Like, if you were to give it, um, you know, out of ten rusty sheriff's badges, what would you give it? So. You play as you play as Alex. This is maybe we should have uh, a different the, system. Maybe a five. This is the fame. Five star system is better. I don't know. No, I, I can do ten. I can okay. do ten out of okay. ten. It's easy. Um, there's a moment in the game where I'm at right now where uh, I'm I'm reunited with my father, and that's the whole point of the game. Is Alex is trying to find her father who, who's been captured by the uh, combine soldiers, and um, there's he's hanging, he's dangling from this rope, and they're pulling him up, and he comes over close to you, and he's reaching out, and so instinctively I'm like. I'm reaching out my arm and I'm like, am, am I supposed to catch his hand? Oh, and I'm like, wow. I'm reaching out. I'm like, what does the game want me to do? And he's getting closer and closer. And then he's just pulled away from me. Like little moments like that. That is not a normal video game. You know yeah, what I mean? Wow. Um, I, I, for me, it's easy, like 10 out of 10 or, or like a 9.5 maybe. I don't know. I love it. I mean, the, the, uh, fidelity of the graphics, um, how they use, um, the VR mechanics, like it, it's not a game that you would want to play flat screen, even if there was like a really nice port because you'd be missing out on so many. It's not just that it looks cool oh, yeah. because it's all 3D and around you and you feel like you're in the environment. They do uh, interactive stuff that you just you can't do in flat screen. Um, wow. So, yeah, it's it's solid. It's uh, and then now that the um, workshop is out for the the source 2 engine even if you did beat it you're going to get a bunch of you know horde modes that are going to come out uh people are going to develop weird story driven modes that are that are going to use assets from the game and stuff so yeah it's pretty sick yeah um so do you think now is a good time to get something or do you think new hardware is on the horizon like this is there anything coming out this christmas that you know people should wait I would on. say I would say if you're interested and 
and you have a, a gaming computer, I'd say get it now. I, I think the amount of time that you would have to wait without having it, if you really, um, you know, and those things will keep their value. Like you sell, you sell your old one when you get your, your new one and you'll be all right. Um, and then the Oculus, um, it's like OC, I guess eight. Yeah. OC eight is going to be, I think this June or July. And they, of course, like so many other conventions, it's a convention. Yeah. And, yeah, and so it, it'll be entirely digital just because um, of the the pandemic. And so I'll watch it in VR. Um, that might be the only thing I would say to like wait. But even still, they're not going to have a new, uh, specifically Oculus. They're not going to have a new piece of hardware out until next year. So okay, I would just get it. Just get it. But do you yeah, think? If you, do yeah, you if think you got the money, coming out this holiday, like the. The, the Quest Plus or something like that? No, not this holiday, I don't think. It'd be, it'd be a surprise if it was. I mean, okay, it's possible for sure, but I would bet spring next year, kind of when the, uh, uh, the Quest and Rift S came out, was like early summer, late spring. Okay. If, awesome. I, was, if I was guessing. I don't know. Yeah. Well, awesome, man. Well, um, that's John's VR Corner. Thanks, guys. <laughs> everyone's put, everyone's putting the barrel of a gun. Hey, the only other thing I'll say is, little kids they like Disney tracks on Beat Saber. That we've been doing Beat Saber nights with the the family, and uh, I bet they've been doing like Frozen so and Let metal. It Go, and yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have my four year old in there. Oh man, she is ass. Elsa during that. I guarantee it. She has a real hard time taking it off. No, one more song. It's like we're sharing, okay? Yeah. Everyone gets a turn. <laughs> Could you imagine being four and your your dad has all the coolest video games? That was, like we had a Game <laughs> no, Boy. Actually, I can't imagine. And we got that. two games a year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I well, mean, yeah, if you your kids, had they, some got, of this stuff they got a we nerd dad. Oh my god, I, I we definitely wouldn't have gone outside as much, that's for sure. It made me start lawn lawnmower man the other night. Ooh man, that's a good one. Did it's not a good it? one, but it is. A, no, I, I fell asleep one. in the middle of it. Um, uh, Pierce Brosnan's a bad guy, which is fun. <laughs> yeah. Is that um, a segue into our movie talks, or should I? Movies. <laughs> you ready? My brother told me to watch a movie. Oh shit! Let me. You. Uh, we're, we're gonna go there. We're gonna go there. Okay, let's do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> One brother told me to watch a movie. John. Um, so yeah, we have a segment. I where watched it. We make each other watch movies, and it's movies that we haven't seen, 
there can you can really yeah. have any reason <laughs> that you want to make them watch that movie. So last episode, I didn't understand the concept, and I gave you kind of a dud to watch. So I feel bad. It's okay, John. This dork report is a it's it's a constantly growing. <laughs> That's how we learn. Yeah, don't worry about it. I, I mean, I can give my quick two cents. John had me watch Jexy, which is the movie Her <laughs> for college students. It's um, yeah, that's a perfect description. That's <laughs> perfect, dude. Yeah, the movie Her, What's which is a deep, from, weird uh, from um, uh, Joaquin uh, Phoenix. Well, no, oh. yeah, Joaquin Phoenix. But what's the guy's name from? Um, you call him uh, Adam Divine, I think. It is Adam Divine. Yes, Adam Levine. Something like that. Adam, yeah. is it Adam Levine? Because I thought he was the lead singer for Queen I 2.0. I don't know. That's Adam Lambert. <laughs> <laughs> um, either way, it's just a silly. Yeah. Like the fella from Workaholics, the little guy, and he's also in um, the the Gemstone family from HBO. Which is uh, actually, really Danny good. McBride. Yeah, really good. Yeah, you liked him in that, then, right? Oh yeah, I, I have no problem against Adam. Okay. Okay. Levine. <laughs> Did you ever watch Workaholics? Yeah, I watch Workaholics. Okay. I I think he's fucking hilarious. I like, think so too. He's Have like you seen he's got like movie uh, where him and his buddy are essentially in a Die Hard remake. What is yeah, that? it's the Workaholics boys. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> they eat mushrooms and it gets weird. Yeah. I love it. Jexy is just <laughs> fine. It's a fine movie. It's just fine. It's just fine. It's. <laughs> It is, not a theatrical release. It's definitely a, guy, a VOD. Yeah. It's not the guy. It's not like Joaquin falling in love with Scarlett Johansson. Siri. It's Siri is falling for the comedic lead Adam Levine, and uh, right. And then of course it doesn't quite work out because that would be weird. And then she kind of it kind of turns into transcendence. <laughs> it's like a. Well, he's a, like he's like kind of a loser, you know. Like he's antisocial. And he could have friends, but he's a bitch about it. Like, he doesn't want to con- commit to anything. He's fucked up his relationships. And it's all a comedy. Like, it's all mm-hmm. total slapsticky and stuff. Uh, and then she just kind of starts calling him a pussy and then basically takes over and, like, Rex's has control life. over his yeah. bank accounts. And, and she's, like, um, like, the only version of this Cortana or Alexa or Siri that has this weird, um, so like, you know, program bug, yeah. and she's like sentient. It's, I, I thought it was funny. It's very fun. It's, it's fine. a fine movie. It's a fine movie. I made my brother watch <laughs> a movie, and it was called Border, and it is a, um, is it Swedish, John? John? Uh, Finnish or Swedish or something? Yeah, yeah it's a, not it's American. A, it's a reedy. You got to read, and it's some very subtitles. I'm okay with subtitles. Yeah, and I think I think we should try not to spoil it. I really encourage everyone to watch okay. it. I can do that. Let me describe it without spoiling it. Without spoiling it, it's um, on Hulu. Yeah, yeah. And and I saw the um. Well, well, okay. First of all, you said uh, go into it um, blind. Yes. Don't watch a trailer. Don't read anything about it. And and I did that. And and that's one of my favorite. Yes. Like. That tickles me inside when anyone recommends it's a movie. The and they're like, but hey, it's a they're like, adventure. don't look up anything. <laughs> it's like, okay, someone I trust said they liked it a lot, and I don't have to make any decisions of whether or not I should watch it. I'm just gonna watch it. Like that to me is so uh, so fun for like a movie nerd. And so we um, 
you were you were hounding me a couple nights like, hey man, did you watch Border yet? Did you watch Border yet? I was like, Maggie, um, for our movie tonight, I think we gotta watch this one. Joel is telling me to watch. It's called Border. I know nothing about it. Um, so we fired it up. Um, subtitles didn't bother us at all. And basically, without giving anything away, there is a a female character who's the main character, and she works at Border Control, and she has an acute sense of smell and she's really good at her job for that reason um she not only really i mean really good at smelling oh well and and like (laughs) so someone with a with a super powerful like like olfactory like whatever zone of their face like so she looks kind of fucked up like kinda a caveman brutish. or something yeah kind of yeah she looks not like a normal looking Geico commercial lady guys like prosthetics are involved you know what i'm saying like for oh, the for, sure. for the makeup and stuff yeah she has a, a and, very and heavy really, brow some exaggerated yeah like mouth and nose and ear features her teeth are a little rotten and stuff but rough. like but there yeah, is something but like uh, there's something delicate to her though on top of all that like no. there is something nope <laughs> there's <laughs> not there's nothing delicate. She looks like she has bad breath and probably like doesn't shower that often. I don't know. She doesn't. But she doesn't need to. <laughs> she. So without giving anything away, she's really good at her job. But like part of her superpower is that not not only can she smell if someone's you know coming across the border with you know whatever drugs, yeah, alcohol, things like this. Um, she can. She has such a powerful sense of smell that she can sense like on like a pheromone level and she can know when someone is nervous or lying Mm -hmm. or things like that. And so she's like a huge uh, asset to this, this little setup. And, and then uh, there's one day that, that a man comes through and then the story starts there with her experience with this guy that um, he's just, he's also a little, He's just also a little different, and yeah, and then that's the setup. It it is bizarre. It is bizarre. The effects and the um like the production quality. It's all there. Okay, so this isn't some weird eighties no, VHS pretty, pretty rip or, of some cult classic. Two thousand nineteen, yeah. maybe. Mm-hmm. And um and I and I really liked the story, and so. The last time we did this, you had me watch Harry, the portrait of a serial killer, <laughs> and I got real mad at you. And so I was like, just because that movie was like, it was so dark and twisted. And I mean, it was it was a good, that that also was a good movie, but it was just like, dude, why would you why would you tell anyone to watch this movie? It's just so dark and, and rapey and murdery and stuff. And um and so I I did have that kind of in my head for the first half of the movie, and the whole time every five or ten minutes or every couple scenes me and wife were looking at each other like fucking joel like what is his deal like why would why does he <laughs> suggest these types of movies um but then we got it but then we got we got over that and we got into it and um yeah i would say worth a watch but um don't look up anything about it and also uh i don't know maybe different than yeah, a normal see, to simplify it's a story <laughs> of self-discovery of so uh it's a coming of age tale not really but it's yeah self-discovery is a good good yeah. way to phrase that well thanks for watching that thanks uh, for but, watching yeah I, i'll go um i'll go i'll go eight 
I'll go eight out of ten um, on that one. For That's sure. pretty yeah. good. Just to give people a scale, what is like a ten out of a ten movie for you? Um, <clears throat> Jurassic Park, yeah. um, Terminator Two, Judgment Day, Jaws, uh, Jaws, the first Jaws, yeah. um, Godfather, Godfather. Um, where would I like, mean those are all um, classics. I'm trying just, to think of something recent. Okay, so like Endgame. Endgame I thought was just like oh, yeah, the absolute 10, beast. Ten out of ten for sure. Um, where would um, you put like? Let me think of a class. Uh, where would you put like a Step Brothers? It's a comedy, um, so it certainly has uh, less to prove. Um, I love that movie, uh, so I'd go like nine out of ten, but only because it's a comedy and it's okay. like on the list of movies that should be held in high regard. I don't know. Um, I'm also, and I think you're the same way. I think you're more so than I am, but I'm like really forgiving. Oh yeah. Uh, when it comes to cinema and, and movies and reviewing movies and stuff like that, uh, and recommending movies just because I'm still, I'm constantly in love and in awe and inspired by yeah, the, the uh, medium, the yeah. medium of, yeah. I mean, just the medium of like, you got, imagery you got cinematography you got uh, like tones and themes it's all the pacing things. audio score like all of that yeah. done kind of right i'm a happy camper yeah. take me away for a couple well, hours i you also know, tell a always story. have I love the mentality it. that there is at least one person uh there's one person that made it and there's one person that watched it and that's the that's the best thing they've ever done <laughs> I believe that for yeah. every single movie that there's at least one person that made it on the production side that's like yeah. oh my god this is exactly what I've wanted to do um, and I'm so proud to be a part of this and this is exactly yeah. my vision or whatever and then there's a watcher a consumer at home that's like hands down that's my favorite movie like it spoke to them for yeah. some weird reason you know like well and that's the cool thing about um film too is it's interpreted by everybody different i mean that's no one has the same take on on uh, not exactly the same take on every single movie and the fact that any movie even gets made is is out of control too because of how many people are involved investors uh responsibilities to make sure that uh their investment in, in a production sees a return I mean, there's so many different things going on in politics, the, you know, whatever the zeitgeist at the current moment when it's released, how long it sat on somebody's back burner before it was the right time or they got the right cast or they got the right rewrite of the screenplay. I think it's all really cool. You know, I just get a real kick out of just cinema. Like I'm a movie fan before I am worried about what can i find wrong with this movie i can't wait to yeah. shit on it so that people yeah. know that i'm people do that. better than them because yeah <laughs> so um i really liked it though so good recommendation thanks john what's your recommendation for this upcoming episode oh shit i'll tell you mine you tell me yours first okay. i want you to watch eric and Andre's we have to watch a movie but... bad trip Bad trip, Eric Andre. Is it's there any done. setup, or is this another one just comedy going Def, crazy? Don't going watch wrong? anything. I'm gonna always tell you not to watch anything because I am the trailer. I am the sales pitch. Okay. 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 It's Eric Andre, who's a comedian. He's a nihilistic comedian, so he thinks shit that is funny 
is typically things that not a lot of people think is funny. And he makes a Borat-style documentary movie. Um, but it has a plot, and it has a script, and real people are involved in the scenes, which is what makes it really unique. And I personally thought it was brilliant, but my wife walked out about halfway through. So hopefully yeah. that helps. <laughs> Okay, cool. Um, I'm excited. It's on your local Plex. <sighs> okay, it's on my Plex. I can. I'm gonna give you a recommendation, but this this is tricky, and this is a um, a compliment to you. But I feel like you've seen everything. Um, so I have a backup. Okay. You have to watch. You have to watch Antichrist. Oh shit! With Willem Dafoe. Have you not seen it? No, no, I have. Yes, I got one. Good. Okay, cool. And this is Joel. This is a recommendation that is now in tune with the nature of my brother told me to watch a movie. Okay, okay this good. is a heavy one, <laughs> and you may not want to have your wife around for this one. That's your that's your caveat. And then also, uh, don't look up anything about it. I'm sure you've it. heard of it, but I've seen a trailer yes. a long Antichrist. time ago. I remember a love scene in the forest. I think that's about it. Is it black and white? Don't yeah. There, there are it is or parts or portions of it that are black okay. and white. Okay, all right. You'll love it though, and I know you like Defoe, so I love some Willem. And so the, and the fun part about it is, if you're listening to this, um, go ahead and watch one or both of these, and then it's a lot more fun. I think the next episode when when we kind of uh, dig into them and talk about, yeah. um, you know, talk about the movies, um, and then and maybe. You know, no, if like I, I don't know the rule on spoiling movies from 2009 goes. You know what I mean? I think we can just kind of go nuts. We didn't spoil um, Border for you. Uh, Jexy's not really anything you would care about being spoiled because it's yeah. just a lighthearted uh, comedy. But well, and you guys got um, a heads up. I'd, I'd like to get into. Yeah, yeah, we'll give you a heads up if we're going to spoil it. And yeah, yeah. All right. Cool. Antichrist. What and other Bad movies trip? have you seen? This week, yeah. Uh, I mean, just a couple. I wanted to watch a um, a movie called Demon House. So I am. Uh, okay. I like. I got Billy Zane in it. No, bud. This is a another documentary style. <laughs> that's film. Demon Night. Or and it's got a guy named Zach Baggins in it. And I don't know if you've ever heard of a show called Ghost Adventures, John. Does that sound familiar at all? No. He is. Um, he started Ghost Adventures like 15 years ago, and he's a okay. very broy guy that wears like tight shirts. And when he gets into a haunted house, he's like, "What? Why are you trying to scare people? If you want to scare someone, why don't you scare me?" And he like he like calls out the ghost and tries to have arguments with them and stuff. Um, it's I think it's hilarious. So that's that's why I like watching it because I just think if your life is you're getting your friends together and a film crew to go lock yourself into a haunted asylum for the night. I think you're doing okay. I think you're doing all right. If that's what your, your day to day is, is, Oh, all right. We're going to, you know, Waverly, a sane asylum, you know, we're going to go spend the night and then we're going to film it and prove to the world that the spiritual realm is a real place. And that ghosts exist. Anyway, demon house is like a feature length film. And Zach Baggins bought this house that is haunted with demons. Like, not ghosts, not 
you know, spirits that used to be people, but demons. Yeah. And yeah. Um, basically anyone that comes in contact with the house or goes into the house has like a very serious, like a, a awful series of bad luck. And they film some weird things that happen. They do this thing, John, they do like, like when we were kids, we used to play around, like we would do make believe and, um, like you'd be like a fun character, and then all of a sudden you would get possessed, and you would become an evil character. <laughs> like we would chase you had, each other. Around everyone had to. T- everyone had to like turn heel or like have some like sort of major event. Yeah. Yeah. During like play like that when but you're there's, a kid. There's <laughs> like, scenes like that where all of a sudden like <laughs> I'm trying not to spoil this. I think it's impossible to spoil this movie, but there's scenes like it's like a night vision camera, and it's Zach Baggins again. he's got gel in his hair. He's got a tight shirt on. He has the type of jeans that have like the white stitching on the pockets. Like I'm trying to make sure you understand that this is the guy that you see in line for every roller coaster that you've ever been on. (laughs) (laughs) And like the camera guy would walk by in this night vision and all of a sudden he would get like enraged and he would like pretend to choke him or like scream. He's like, sorry, sorry, Dan. Sorry, man. I don't, I don't know what came over me. I don't know what came over me. Um, oh man! But eventually, I'll, and in all honesty, like there's some convincing things in it. I'm open to that kind of stuff, and uh, and so I would highly recommend Demon House. It's on Amazon Prime. You can watch it for free. It's like an hour oh, and ten sweet. minutes. And if you're into like ghost stuff, or like me, where you go into it and you're like, this could be fake. But I'm still I'm still okay right. with it. Like I'm not gonna be pissed if I find out it's all fake. But at the same time, I'd rather go into it expecting it's gonna be fake and have like one or two things happen where I'm like, um, okay, that's kind of that's kind of fucked up. And I will say there are multiple examples of that in this. And it's not so much camera trickery, it's like the real people that he's interviewing are extremely convincing. So Demon House, check it out. Awesome. And then, John, you watched Vivarium? Uh, Vivarium? I did, man. I finally watched Vivarium. It's an alien movie. It's the subtitles of City of a Thousand Planets. Um, it's so good. I love it. It's got the kid from Chronicles in it. No, that was the joke going on forever. You were telling me to watch this movie uh, for like a good week, and yeah. it was sitting on my Plex. I share a Plex server um, with a friend of mine, Jerry, and it's funny because I – acquire movies legally and then put them on my Plex server and then he sees them and he's like it's like this little competition we have like mm, that's kind of good. like he'll he'll see what i put up and he's like oh i noticed you put robocop on there well okay i'm gonna put up robocop 2 3 and then the remake like it's it's like it's like this symbiosis thing we got going on so it's kind of cool um this this plex media server we share and uh and and so I, I just noticed that was on there. I was like, oh, shit, that's the one Joel was talking about. Um, watched it last night. Loved it. I really, I really liked it a lot. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg and... Um, New Girl. Poots. Poots. Yeah. Um, what do you call her? Annabelle? Pl- Platanium Hannibal Poots or something. She's got a Hannah really Poots. weird name, but she's yeah. a great actor. Something. Anyways, she, she's great in it, too. Um, I didn't mind Eisenberg. Didn't you say you had issues with Eisenberg? Yeah, in it? for the longest time, I used to think he was like a discount Michael Sarah, but I think the Facebook movie kind of separated him from that. But he's just got—he sure. just has this 
he has this air about him that if I was ever at a party and Jesse Eisenberg was there, and I, you know, he's let's assume he's not famous. Just want to punch him in the face. I just don't <laughs> yeah. think we would get along. I don't think we would get along. Yeah, like he's just got like a kind of a dickish way about him. Um, that's fair. Yeah, that's it. He was on. Um, <laughs> uh, Conan O'Brien has a fun podcast. Uh, oh, called yeah. Conan Needs a Friend. Yeah, I love And that. he, I listened to an episode, left it with like, a little more respect for him, which I, I, I mean, I always, I always liked him and whatever. I never had an issue with him. Um, but he is a typecast type, you know, character. He pretty much plays the same, kind of like Michael Sarah, plays the same young looking adult who is kind of weak, uh, but smart and witty. Sure. You know yeah, what I mean? Like he kind of has the same character. Yeah. And so, um, no, the Everman, Everyman is Bruce Willis and Die Hard. Silly. I love um, that you said But anyways. That. Not everyone identifies <laughs> he, with Bruce Willis. <laughs> yeah. He's divorced. He's not in great shape. Balding. That's the Everyman. <laughs> no, well, every... Needs an aspirin. A lot of fantasy movies have to have an Everyman in it to understand, like, what's going on. Again, sure. It, it, it's a movie, you know what I mean? It's a movie, yeah. So, like, in, let's say, Goose, I think, Shot Director. Hide and seek. Anyways, um this movie is great. I love it. It's one of those that um it's not gonna follow all the rules. It's uh I got vibes of Darren Aravnaski's mother that came out, I think, I a couple that. years ago. I don't Okay. Um well now I know what my next <laughs> make a brother watch a movie is gonna be. Because that movie is effed hard to watch um and this one is just uh, <clears throat> it's great um they the setup is a couple is looking for um they're you know like a starter house um they're not married uh they go in kind of you know just just for 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 shits and gigs i guess into like a um oh what do you call that like a development uh company and they look at one of the you know, little boxes on the, on the hillside, right. You know, just a development community where everything's kind of laid out like what you used to live in Joel in Loveland. Sure. Yeah. 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 That's like a development, you know, they set up a bunch of streets and you got four houses you can pick from and we can do different color shutters pick, you know? Um, and so they go into this, um, I got to clear my throat. Hold on. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Got like a frog in my throat. Um, so they go in, they talk to this very creepy dude, and he's like, let me show you the house. And they're like, uh, yeah, okay, and then you can follow me. And they, and they, they drive there, uh, they, they park, they go in, they look around, they're, they're clearly like over it, not interested. Every house is the same shade of green. They're all um, It's identical. almost like... It's like the, a perfect it's identical. cookie cutter. It's eerily identical. Yeah. Around no other cars, it's a new belt, right? Gigantic, and so too. it's like as far as the eye can yeah. see. Yeah, and so they're they're looking at it, and he's like, "Let me show you the backyard." And he's being weird the entire time. This guy showing the house. Uh, they go out in the backyard. He bails. He he leaves, and then um, they're they're stuck there. I don't, I mean, I don't think, I don't this mind is spoiling all in the trailer. this one. Yeah. So they, they get stuck in this housing development and yeah. they're, and I'll give the last, this is not so much a spoiler as it is a cliffhanger, but then they're given a note that says, Oh, so a box is delivered. They yeah. open the box. 
there's a baby in the box and it says raise the child and be released and be and be released yeah and that's the plot of the movie so they have to raise a baby that's not theirs oh man and they're trapped yeah. in this housing suburban nightmare there's no other human beings there and so that's kind of the mystery of the whole thing. It's like so the and 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 I'll be honest, it doesn't unpack everything. And I actually like when movies do that because it kind of leaves more open. You want to know imagination. You want to know what the rules are, right? Well, you sit like that's for example, what I You started at. off by saying it was aliens. I didn't think it was aliens at all. Did I say it was aliens? Yeah. I don't think I said that. You did. I didn't. I didn't. Well, I mean, it's funny. If I did say that, because an alien doesn't have to be from outer space that arrived on a UFO. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, good save. It could be like an interdimensional. (laughs) I don't think I said that, Joel. You did. We we have a record. No, we have a record of this. We'll go back. This is being recorded. We'll go back. We'll go back. All right, guys, give us a second while we go back. We have to rewind Um, it. (laughs) um, I don't. I want to spoil it. I don't care. I want to talk about it a little bit. Can we? Can we do? Can we not worry about it? I think we should let people watch it. Check and it. We it's could, so new. We could put out a spoiler episode. I would like to do that, it's, actually. First of all, it's it's a movie that you're going to watch, and you're going to want to talk about it with someone. Oh, it's like, a press it's, pause whether you talk like it or hate times it. kind of film. Yeah. For... You're going to want to talk about it, because like you said, they don't spoon feed everything to the audience, and information is released you know, in the story yeah. in, a, in a pretty painful pace. And then they... Um, man, they just do some really wild, cool things in it that I love movies like that. Uh, it's a really long Black Mirror episode. There you go. That's, That's exactly how I what that movie. Lori and I, my wife, called it. Yeah. Honestly, it could have been a Black Mirror episode. They could isn't it cool tr- that that's the, the show people? That's my isn't, that cool that's the sh- isn't that cool that's the show people reference now instead of saying it's like a Twilight Zone episode? Black Mirror is like, does that mean level, Does that mean Black Mirror officially beat Twilight Zone? Black Mirror is another level. Yeah. Um, so watch it. I loved it. Really liked it. Yeah. Um, but I want to tell you what is going on in that movie. Did you look it up a little bit? Did you see the director's exp- director's explanation? No. Well, Google that because it's cool. Is it on YouTube or something? Just Google it. Okay. Vivarium director uh, explains... Um, his intentions, which he does a big preface saying, um, this was how we made it and why we made it. But the, you know, kind of what we were saying earlier, the coolest thing about movies like this is whether you're way off base from what I say now or right on the money, you could take this however you want. Is this, is this hell that they're stuck in? Are they in an alternate dimension? You can do whatever you want. It's cool. That's what I love. That's uh, yeah, I love movies that do that. Like, you know, what's a good example? Mother, of that? you got to watch Mother. Too. Mo- oh, Mother is Mist. a good example. The of Mist that. is a perfect example of that. Like, you hear some talk about some sciency things that are happening up on the right. mountain, but you don't quite ever get the full story as to why these monsters start showing up in a fog. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, it's like that. one line of dialogue, and you're comfortable enough with like, okay, I guess it was an interdimensional doorway that yeah. they opened up, and yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. Um, Where I'll, someone else might see it, be like, this is that crazy lady in the sh- in the supermarket. She was right. 
this is the second coming of Christ, and you are all sinners. Therefore, oh, that's right. That is a plot device. You too. know what I mean? The anonymity yeah, yeah. of it all. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want to, uh, for anyone that wants, and John, I will totally share my Shutter with you, just because that's going to be a lot of movies that I want to make you watch is on Shutter. Shutter is a horror okay. movie streaming service, and I love it. It's like it's just something I, I just love it so much. I always find something on there that I can watch and get blown away by. But they have a series on. Was there Border called... on there? No, that's a Hulu exclusive. I'm pretty sure. Okay, okay. Um, but Shutter has this new series. They they're they're at the Netflix point of producing their own content, and it's called Cursed Films, and it's really really good. Um, it's like five episodes, uh, Poltergeist, Twilight Zone, the movie, uh, The Omen, The oh, I Exorcist. Love that one. Um, so, and it goes into all these, um, really weird shit that happen on the sets of these films. And like after one or two or three things, even you're like, okay, well that could, it's just bad luck. Right. But once they get to like down the list, you're like, oh my God, like what is going on? Um, like twilight zone, for example, um, there's a scene where, um, a helicopter crashes and that really happened. And Five people died when that happened. In Twilight Zone, the movie? In Twilight Zone, the movie, yeah. Is it during the Vietnam? It's during the Vietnam like, thing sequence. where he goes and back he, and not back in time. That yep. super bigot, the racist, racist guy. guy. Yeah. yeah, and he's rescuing the kids oh. in Vietnam, and there's a helicopter that crashes, and the the pilot, co-pilot, the actor, and the two children. I feel like that's were, an urban legend. No, it actually happened, dude. You gotta watch. You gotta watch the show. I'm gonna but... look it up right after we do this. I'm curious now. Yeah, they all, they all, um, and John, they didn't, they didn't just get died. They were chopped into pieces. Oh Jesus! By the rotors of the helicopter. These things happen, man, on film sets. You they forget. Do. Oh yeah, like if you ever talk to a stuntman, which I haven't, but I'd love to. If you're a stuntman and you want to be on the show, let me know. But I, uh, they all have seen crazy shit. An explosion goes yeah. wrong. A car hits a ramp the wrong way, and an accident goes wrong. Yeah. Um, you or know, like that's why in movies you always see them. Like every once in a while, you'll see a shooting scene or something. You're like, why is he aiming the gun so high? He's not even aiming at the dude. It's like yeah. that's how blanks work. Like you can't aim a gun at anyone. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, Ever. like yeah. uh, what? What the was crow. what was the movie with? Uh, yeah, the crow. Um, oh, that's the uh, fifth one. Jason. Actually. That's the fifth one. Yeah. Yeah. What's the, what do you call him? Lee, Jason Lee, or I think it's Brandon Lee. J- Brandon Lee. Jason Lee is uh, something about Earl or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, he died on the set of that movie. Yeah, Fucking, dude. Can you and imagine? Like, um, like uh, did he just get shot? Everyone, hold on, dude. So here's the like, thing. Poltergeist. There's oh. a lot of urban legend around that, but dude, those skeletons in the swimming pool at the end sequence of the movie were real human. I heard skeletons. that was fake. Dude. No, it's no. Real. I heard that they was have an urban the prop legend. guy on there. They had the prop guy on there. And he goes, what people don't know is Hollywood's been using real skeletons for decades. And then they showed a montage. I heard it's of bullshit. Dude. No, I just recently, I just recently heard that that was bullshit. Guys, Cause I believe that forever the, too. It's a shutter series called <laughs> curse films. It's none of All it right. is bullshit. They have the actual filmmakers on there. <laughs> yeah. All right. You move um, the bodies, but you didn't move the heads. And then John, the Native American guy from the second one, which is my favorite poltergeist, by the way, the second poltergeist. Okay. Um, the Native American guy who is also in uh, One Flew Over's, Over the Cuckoo's Nest. 
he yeah. he actually is a shaman and he felt like the set was cursed and he like did this blessing and then like two weeks later he died from a lung cancer oh man There's you don't believe of... in the paranormal joel come I on i want to believe in the paranormal i'd rather believe in <laughs> that kind of stuff than conspiracy theories to be perfectly honest it's more, I mean, they're both fun, but both maybe the fun. supernatural is more fun. <laughs> yeah, they're both fun. I joined a witches group on Facebook. <laughs> he told me. <laughs> I joined a Colorado witches group because I've been having some Why? dreams. I've been having some weird dreams. And uh, not God. that I believe You're going to start buying crystals and putting them in your vagina and stuff next? Jade eggs up the old twat hole. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But I, I just like to hear another point of view. You know what I mean? And um, so I'm in a witches group, and they're helping me. They're helping me through some stuff. <laughs> going to be some good some... podcast content when yeah, you can actually, give I'm us some answers. Actually, I'm trying to get one of them to come on the podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, but man. But like the other night, John, I had a dream uh, that there was a, a like a raven in my bed, like flapping around. Okay. And I, I. You know, it was just a dream for me, right? Well, the next morning, Lori is cracking up, making coffee, and she's like, do you remember what happened last night? I was like, no. She goes, you ran to the other side of the room and, like, smeared myself against the wall. And I was like, what's wrong? (laughs) And you said, there's a bird in the bed. There's a bird in the bed, right? (laughs) So I went on this witch's group. I was like, hey, guys, like, does this mean anything? And dude, I got so many comments like, "Oh, it's a Morrigan. A Morrigan is like this oh, uh, no. Irish bird, spirit bird um, that is there to protect you <laughs> because there's dark energy around you, and then there's uh, oh shit, all the symbolism of you know crows mean this and ravens mean this and birds mean this. Yeah, and, uh, it's kind of fascinating. Egberts are um, Egberts are strong dreamers. Strong um, my dreamers. wife woke me up. My wife woke me up the other day, and I talk every once in a while. And I remember this, too, because it was like 4 a.m. That Maggie, when you woke me up this morning, did I say something about rollerblades or whatever? And mm-hmm. she was like, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> what happened? She said, I woke up. I was like, I asked her like straight up, like real serious. I was like, like, do you, do you have the rollerblades? Did you do do you? are you wearing the rollerblades or something? And she was like, like laughing, like, what, what are you talking about? And then I got mad at her. Oh, <laughs> like, wow. Like I was like, she, cause she wasn't taking me serious. I was like, you don't know. You don't know. And I just went back to sleep. Or something. Here's the thing. Here's the weird thing. Okay. If you <laughs> just give me a moment here, the fact we will die and that when we sleep, we have simulated adventures is fascinating to me. The fact that that oh, has yeah. to happen. We don't talk about it. It's like everyone dies a little bit every day, and then they wake back up, and they're a completely different person, whether they realize it or not. That's crazy to me. Yeah. No, it's weird. It leads to a bunch of conversations, like oh, yeah. uh, ta- simulation talking, theory, yeah, like when you go kid. to bed and you wake up yeah. again. Like, I was talking to my kid about it, and like, yeah, I was saying how like our bodies have this chemistry kit inside of us, and all the things that we eat and all the sunshine that we get and all the air that we breathe, our body turns that into its basic core elements and does chemistry every single day and every single night so that the computer in our skull can run the way it's supposed to run. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Dr- a drug factory up there. Um, 
Yeah, and like what you know, when you get weird cravings for like a specific food, you know, it's yeah. like your body right. oh, like yeah. a specific point. Like you're like, man, I want some cashews or something right now. That sounds really good. Some trail mix or you yeah. know. It's Running like your body low, telling you salt. Yeah. Yeah. Vitamin D is the big one. But yeah, so folks, watch um if you have a shutter account, watch cursed uh films it's just uh it's it's mind-blowing and it puts to rest a lot of the urban legend stuff because they do address some of that and it's a it's a series right you're saying it's a, so, yeah it's a, it's a show series. each hour okay. it's, perfect. it's perfect cool and then it makes you watch the movie yeah right so real quick without going deep uh the spinoff of that was uh honey i shrunk the kids because i remember loving it when i was a kid and i know my girls hadn't seen it and there's a show on disney plus right now called prop culture where the host uh finds props and hunts down props from archives and private collectors and all this stuff um, from a bunch of different disney movies and then gets the cast or the production crew or director writer whoever they can get together and then like they show them the props and they're you know it's like they're 30 years removed they did one on like oh cool uh, mary poppins um they did nightmare before christmas things like that and so we watched uh honey i shrunk the kids so that's awesome so so there's essentially a warehouse that has all this stuff still in it is that where they keep the ark of the covenant yeah. Is that the is that the warehouse at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark? Yeah. It's yeah, it's the Dis- it's on the Disney backlot. It's the same one. <laughs> That's crazy though. That's awesome. I'm going to I'm going to check that out. There's there's a lot of Disney Plus stuff I still haven't gotten around to. Yeah. They also started that uh, making of the Mandalorian series, which is definitely worth watching if you liked the Mandalorian. I did like so, the Mandalorian. Which you probably did because you're human. Yeah. Not everyone liked it, John. Some people did not like it. Well, they're they're silly. That that series is better than all of the Star Wars movies. It's better than original trilogy included. <laughs> well, that's bold, man. That's a hot take. I th- I mean, it's definitely that's what I'm better saying, man. than the trilogies. I just started watching the Clone Wars stuff, the cartoon animated stuff. And that is surprisingly yeah. good. I had no idea it was um, just the action sequences and the voice acting. It's and the storytelling too, like. Um, yeah, we're learning all about ah- Ahsoka, who's Anakin's Padawan, which I didn't even know he had a Padawan. Yeah, she's it's, got those horns, right? She's got those. Yeah, she's got kind of a cat look to her. But the, head tits. The rumor is is that she's going to get her own series on Disney Plus or a movie or something like that. So I figured, okay, let's let's learn. Let's hey, learn. I gotta um, I gotta grab a beer and empty the saddlebag. Um, do you got a minute or? Well, no, actually, this is a good place to stop, man. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. So, ladies and gentlemen, that was fun. episode two, kind of a short one, uh, but we're gonna we're gonna get the next one out a little bit sooner than the last one. And follow us on Twitch, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, all those social medias. And if you ever want to play video games with us, I am Super Shark, and this is Cream of Egbert with the appropriate spaces. And if you have anything to add to the show or ever want to be a guest on the show, maybe you're a stuntman. Maybe you know more about the, the real skulls that were in the swimming pool of Poltergeist. <laughs> Email us at dorkdorkdorkreport at gmail.com. Thank you, John. Thank you, Joel. Is that it? <laughs> playing while well, I'm playing the sound. What? Oh, sure.